Mini pod alert. Incoming transfer news from Aberdeen FC. This is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. Mitch Leiter foot there. Welcome to episode 49.750 of the ABZ Football Podcast. It's another mini-pod, which means, that's right, they've done it again, yes, at 1.29pm on Thursday afternoon. The famous announced the acquisition of Macedonian international striker Bojan Miofsky for an undisclosed fee from MTK Budapest. Reports previously in the window indicated we'd have to fork out in the region of a million euros for this one, but reports locally here in Scotland indicating we've paid something potentially in the region of 530 to £630,000. Still not an insignificant figure for us. The 23-year-old, happy birthday, Boyan, signing a four-year deal who will join up with the club on the conclusion of the relevant UK immigration process. A teammate of fellow Don's summer acquisition, the Albanian Ilber Aramadani, Miofsky will also become the first Macedonian to appear for the Dons, a highly rated youngster who, according to a number of reports over the last few weeks, has been in demand from a number of other sides across Europe. Made the breakthrough recently with the Macedonian national side with 10 caps and one goal, that goal coming in their last game against Gibraltar. He also set up the winner for Macedonia in their famous World Cup playoff win over Italy. 30 appearances for MTK last season, scoring eight and assisting with a further three. He joins Aberdeen having made 60 appearances in total for the Hungarian side, scoring 19 and assisting with 10 since his move from Renova in Macedonia in July 2020. The majority of his career to date has been in Macedonia with a brief six-month spell on loan at Karabag's under-19 teams. Mainly deployed this season and in his career as a main striker, but appears to be able to play off either flank as well or sitting within the number 10. And let's be honest, the YouTube clips that are out there look pretty encouraging, but let's not get sucked into all of that once again. He becomes Aberdeen's fourth signing of the week, our fifth in total. And manager Jim Goodwin was particularly effusive about his new signing, saying we've been keeping a close eye on Boyan for several months now. We've fought off some stiff competition to secure the player. A striker with all the key attributes needed to be a success in the Scottish Premiership. He's got pace, power and fantastic movement which enables him to get numerous goals on a consistent basis. He fits the profile of the striker I asked Darren Mowbray and his scouting team to find when we discussed our recruitment back in February. And he's a good example of how we're implementing our overall recruitment strategy at the club. But once again, though, you know us, it's all very well us trolling through Scout and looking around for information on our new signing. But how about some more local knowledge? First up, I spoke with Macedonian freelance sports journalist Philip Mishoff, who first broke the news of Aberdeen's interest in Miofsky to get the Macedonian take on our new striker. Philip Mishoff, welcome to the ABZ Football Podcast. How's it going? Thank you very much for your invitation and it's a pleasure talking to you because you were the one of the very first that uh, got in touch when the Miofsky info was out there. And uh, as, as you would imagine, I'm pretty busy in these hours because 
not many people know about him and have followed his career, but uh, uh, I don't complain. And it's good to be in this position and to have a Macedonian football player uh, at Petersburg coming soon. Excellent. Yeah. So, Philip, obviously you're a freelance sports journalist um, in Macedonia. So let's just get talking about our new signing at Aberdeen in the form of Bojan Miofsky joining from MTK Budapest. Uh, the deal was announced yesterday here in Aberdeen, signing on a, a four-year deal with Aberdeen here in the Scottish Premiership. Uh, we've we've had a chat with um, a Hungarian journalist who's watched um, Miofsky very closely with MTK last season just to get his kind of take on things and to understand the kind of potential transfer fees and everything. But obviously, Philip, with you, with your background on the Macedonian side, really good just to get an understanding from you about what sort of player Miofsky is and what can Aberdeen fans look forward to seeing from him? Well, Miofsky is a very exciting player, one uh, that can, that is very good now and can be even better in the future because uh, his talent was evident in the past couple of seasons or maybe three seasons. Uh, and he, he did pretty well uh, with MTK Budapest uh, in the Hungarian League. And uh, his talent was uh, there for everyone to see. And uh, it, it is a very good thing that in the past couple of seasons, he, he noted a double digits in terms of combination uh, uh, for his goals and assists. And uh, uh, I would say... Uh, Versatility is definitely his asset, and he, he can play in a, in a few positions. And due to his technical ability, he can also drop deeper and play behind the striker and, and be very dangerous from the edge of the box because he, he has a very good uh, shooting technique. So he's left-footed, and uh, due to that, he can also play as a, as a winger. But I would say, in my personal opinion, he's... He's uh, best uh, behind the striker, maybe, for now. But uh, he can definitely develop in a complete forward. They can lead the line together. Because as I see the things, uh, you have a, a Macedonian striker joining from the Hungarian League. And uh, if you want uh, for him to adjust to the Scottish uh, football, uh, maybe it can be too much if you throw him out in the deep as a, as a lone striker leading, leading the line. Uh, at start, so let's see how 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 the manager thinks about this. But uh, uh, all in all, I, I believe Miovski will be a very very good uh, addition for for Aberdeen. One uh, that will excite uh, the fans definitely. Uh, a pacey player and one with a solid dribbling uh, ability. Yeah, certainly a player I think who's really excited the the Aberdeen support so far from the limited um, footage and everything we've been able to see. Obviously, Boyan has really just kind of recently made the breakthrough into the Macedonian national setup as well. He's he's got ten caps now, uh, a goal uh, in the last game for Macedonia against Gibraltar. Played a key role in the winner for Macedonia against Italy in the World Cup playoffs. Are the kind of Macedonian fans really keen to see Boyan now become a much more permanent fixture within the national setup and do you think that this move to Aberdeen will help him with that as well? Yes, definitely and I have been a big advocate of Miofsky getting more regular game time within the national team because uh, in the current state and at the moment uh, with Pandev retired uh, the other one, Nestorovsky, who is uh, yet to regain his form uh, the starting uh, spot as striker is there for him to, to secure 
Uh, and uh, this move will definitely help him, help him because uh, he, will, he will get uh, more game time, he will get uh, more attention from, from the UK and from, from the respect from within the, the national team. And uh, I believe also the coach, Blagoja Milevski, who is currently at the helm of, of Macedonia, is, is a big fan of Milevski's game because Milevski is a player, if you want uh, to play uh, fast attacking football, and a bit dangerous on the counter. Mirovski is definitely one to have in in your squad. And uh, as you said, he he scored uh, a goal and two uh, against Gibraltar. But uh, I was more impressed uh, with his uh, play against Italy in that big meeting because he, even though he is not so physically big, he, he can uh, he 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 is a good holder player in that striker or second striker role and. Uh, uh, he can play uh, to the wings. He can he can drop deeper, as I said, due to his technical ability. All in all, he, you have a, a player with a big potential that can only grow. But if he's given time, space, and space by by his manager, are you surprised that it's Aberdeen that have um, been able to get Boyan to join them? I know that he seemed to be certainly being tracked by a number of clubs across Europe, potentially. Are you surprised it's a move to Scotland for him? Did you think he might go someone else? Uh, honestly, no, because uh, I believe uh, Boyan has, has the ability to play e- in the Scottish League. And uh, most of the interest in him was uh, from teams uh, in the other parts of Europe. And there was a big competition from one team in in Hungary. But... Uh, uh, I watch uh, this like uh, you are Macedonian and you're a talented player and you have an opportunity to go to Scotland and play your football for Aberdeen and that can be your uh, door for for the football world and for especially the the UK country uh, from Aberdeen you can go anywhere if you do well you but but let's not get ahead of ourselves he first must must prove himself at Peter Dutt. And uh, I believe it, it will take definitely some time to to adjust uh, to Aberdeen and to rigorous physical Scottish football. But uh, as he proved, he already proved, uh, he moved from the Macedonian link to the Hungarian link and uh, did pretty well. So I expect I expect him to do pretty well with, uh, with Aberdeen too, as I said. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. You, you touched on it earlier on. Obviously, he can play in a number of different positions. And I think for... For Aberdeen as well, that's key for us. We're, I don't think we're going to go into the season ahead with a particularly large squad. I think our managers may be talking about wanting kind of 22 players in and around the first team squad. So having that element of versatility is going to be really important to us this season. And I think probably we'll end up playing either a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1 type setup. And obviously then Miofsky can kind of fit into various different roles within both those setups whether he is as you say the kind of number nine or if he comes in off the left flank or if he's playing just in behind uh, a main striker it appears that there's a lot of flexibility with Miofsky. Yes definitely the, that's one of his best attributes because uh, because he's uh, left-footed and he, he can be an inside forward from the right wing he can be a traditional winger from the left wing and can also play in the middle and if you ask him uh, he will probably say that he wants to play as a as a striker or close to, to his partner as a striker. And uh, I, uh, I I know that that 
even some of the interested clubs uh, wanted him to to play in that number 10 role. So uh, he, he is yet to define and to develop his final product, his final position. And in, in the next few years, he will probably end up being uh, a sole striker or second striker, in my opinion. But yes, Probably one of the things why Aberdeen and uh, the manager wanted him is uh, his flexibility to play in a, in a few positions, and he he can definitely be useful for the team because he is a team player, he is a hard worker, and as I said, very good addition for the squad. Excellent, Philip. Listen, um, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you're a busy busy man um probably catching up with other people wanting to talk about Miofsky as well I imagine but listen I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us I think it's an interesting development from Aberdeen the first ever uh, Macedonian to play for Aberdeen going forward so we're going to be interested to see how he gets on very exciting and I presume there'll be a lot of eyes from Macedonia coming to the northeast of Scotland as well potentially now yes yes and uh, I hope more and more Macedonians will start to follow Aberdeen and uh, it's a big moment in Macedonian football that uh, a Macedonian player is coming to play in Scotland and hopefully uh, me or uh, the other Macedonian people can go up to Scotland and uh, and watch him play and hopefully he, he, uh, he will he will do well and uh, the fans will be satisfied with him as well as uh, as well as the manager and and the club so fingers crossed he he will grow into a quality and a big game player for, for Aberdeen. Great stuff, Philip. Appreciate you taking time to talk to us on the ABZ Football Podcast. Take care. Thank you very much. And we don't stop there to get the lowdown on how Miofsky's fared with MTK Budapest this season. I caught up again with friend of the show, Aaron Arioshi, Hungarian journalist from Budapest, to get his take on our newest signing. Aaron Arioshi, welcome back to the APZ Football Podcast. How's it going? Hey, long time no see, eh? I know. <laughs> How you doing, mate? You all right? I'm doing all right. Thank you very much. And yourself? I'm good, mate. I'm good, thank you. Um, Aaron, thanks again for taking the time to join us. All the way from Budapest again this morning as Aberdeen have done it again. We've raided MTK for our second player of the close season, this time in the form of Bojan Miofsky. Just uh, initially, Aaron, what are your kind of thoughts on the news that the deal went through um, surprised that it's Aberdeen that have maybe come out on top in the race to sign Miofsky and um, yeah what are your initial thoughts on the move itself okay so with this one I'm less surprised because he was doing really really well before so um, the Hungarian press and I think the North Macedonian press as well started to write articles about the Boyan Miofsky probable departure this summer uh, way before MTK was relegated. So it, it was not a huge surprise that clubs were interested for him. What surprised me was that many of the outlets claimed that his fee should be around a million euros, which is really good money for someone who is playing in the Hungarian league. Um, so in that respect, I am a little bit surprised that Aberdeen came up top. Um, but probably, I would say that it's a good step for him. So I think his agent did a really good job because I think he can really shine in uh, in Aberdeen uh, without disrespecting you. Um, what I mean is that we've heard rumors about uh, top league clubs and 
We've seen so many players going there, not making it, and you know, basically breaking their path and their career. So I think for Miofsky to to go to Aberdeen, it makes a lot of sense, and I'm really interested to see how he gets on. Yeah, I think uh, Aberdeen. I think now we've got a really good story to tell when it comes to attracting players like Miofsky. Now, um, we just sold Calvin Ramsey from our youth academy. Um, he's played a he's played a season of football at Aberdeen, 39 games this season. Um, he's only 18 years old, but we just sold him at Liverpool for four and a half million pounds. That's going to go up to potentially three million, depending on um, various different things that happen in, in Calvin's deal. But it's given Aberdeen now, I think, a real presence in the international market where we can kind of say to players maybe like Miofsky even like Ramadani I guess who we signed recently mm. and other players who we're looking at this this summer where we can kind of say look come to Aberdeen we can put you in the shop window you, you can come here you can play football you'll play every week we can put you in the shop window and big teams across the world are looking at us now. Is this um, what you are actively aiming for at the moment? I think that I think our strategy as a club is kind of twofold now. I think what we're trying to do is trying to attract young talent from across the world where we can to bring them in on relatively low transfer fees at this moment in time mm -hmm. with a view to bringing them in, maybe giving them a couple of years of first team experience in our league, hopefully benefiting from them coming in and doing well and we benefit on the pitch and then being in a place to say, right, we can now sell you for a multiple of whatever it was we bought you for to a bigger team down in England. I mm -hmm. think a lot of players as well, I guess, you know, let's let's be honest, as much as it pains me to say it, because I'm I'm not a big fan of the English Premier League for a bunch of different reasons, but for most footballers out there in the world, the English Premier League is probably their number one destination where they want to come and try and play. So ge even geographically, we're much closer, obviously. There are more eyes on the Scottish Premier League now, especially because of Brexit. Um, bringing in players from outside of the UK can be quite tricky sometimes. Yeah. So that also gives, I think, teams in England a, a real a, a real desire to want to see what's happening in Scotland. And if there are young players coming in here doing well, then they're in the shop window. Um, we've sold a number of players in the last few seasons to either Premier League or to the Championship in England mm -hmm. to give players an opportunity. So I guess for like Amiofsky, obviously he's 20... He's 23 today. It's his birthday oh, today, actually. Oh, happy um, birthday. Happy birthday, Bojan. Um <laughs> You know, we've signed him on a four-year deal. So for Aberdeen, that's showing a lot of intent in terms of they believe, obviously, there's a player in there, but we want to ensure that we that we secure a, a potential transfer fee for him in a couple of years, potentially. That obviously seems to be what we're, what we're aiming to do here. I think uh, MTK is a really good partner for you then in oh. terms of... Um, so the thing is, with Hungarian clubs, I, I think they're a little bit too greedy. Because what happens usually is that once they have talent uh, or someone of value, they try to overprice him because mm. they want to cash in on him. Um, and they put uh, the price, the fee too high. And then obviously uh, the clubs that are interested are looking around like, okay, for that price, what else can I get? Yeah. And then they f uh, fall apart, the, the whole process falling apart. But with MTK, they're... I would say they're the most reasonable club in Hungary. Um, they had deals before with with foreign clubs. Um, they've are they've agreed to even basically give up on their talent back in the day when um, Christian Nemet and uh, Peter Gulacsi joined Liverpool, for example, because they they saw what a huge opportunity it is for them, and mm -hmm. then they they just went with it. They became partners with Liverpool for a short period of time. So it's a it's a club that is willing to do business and not 
doing um, anything crazy. They see the position of the Hungarian league very well, I would say. Um, and that leads to basically selling such as Ramadani and uh, Miofsky. I'm sorry if you can hear my cat in the background. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's mixed to my dog barking. So <laughs> <laughs> He's making some noises. But uh, yeah, I think in, in that regard, in, in that respect, you can see how MTK is a really good business partner in that mm. sense because you got Ramadani for cheap. Uh, I would say that Miofsky um, was not a bidding war. It was whoever. Let's see who's who's paying the bills and then just find the best solution for him. I think it's an interesting point you make. I, I do wonder if the clubs are maybe looking at having some form of, maybe not formal link up, but when Ramadani was uh, announced by Aberdeen, they were very, um, in the press release, they were very keen to put a line saying that they really appreciated the work that MTK did with us to make the transfer happen. Mm-hmm. And the kind of, the cooperation that there was from MTK on that. And that's a very unusual thing it's a very unusual thing for Aberdeen to put out in a press release. Um, it's a very unusual thing to see in kind of Britain, generally speaking, on a press mm-hmm. release about transfers. So I do wonder if there has been a little bit of, you know, because our, our manager, Jim Goodwin, said yesterday that we've been looking at Miofsky now since for the last three or four months, basically. We've been really targeting him highly, okay. which does make me wonder then if there's been a lot of conversations in the background between Aberdeen and MTK as well around, right, well, who would be available from your team, you know, I wonder if that's where the Ramadani thing has come from as well, potentially. I don't know whether we were looking at Miofsky first, then happened to stumble across Ramadani when we were watching Miofsky, or if it was the other way around, who knows. What is interesting as well, though, is I know that you'd said when we spoke, um, Aaron, when the when the links with Miofsky first came up, that the, in, the indication in, in Hungary had been that you were kind of looking at about a million euros to be the transfer fee to get Miofsky. In Scotland, it's being reported last night, and I don't know how true this is, that we've probably paid in the region of something between 550,000 to 630,000 pounds, which would be about 800,000 euros there or thereabouts. So it's not up in that million euro mark, it would appear. Obviously, who knows? There could be add-ons and stuff that maybe brings it to that 1 million mark uh, going forward. But it does seem as though Aberdeen and MTK have been able to kind of thrash out a deal here that makes sense to, to both parties. And maybe like you say, that does bode well for the future for the for both clubs. I think that's precisely what I was talking about. Like, sure, MTK said they want in the region of a million uh, and then they were flexible enough to agree with this deal. Uh, it's also, I mentioned you when we talked about Ramadani that uh, it's not very viable to have too many foreigners in the second yeah. division so that could also play a tiny little bit of part um i don't know if there was an interest in him as in how many actual offers came in for him i don't know if he actively wanted to come to aberdeen like when he learned about this he was like oh hell yeah i'm gonna go there because it's a good pathway mm-hmm. um since I don't know the background of this transfer, I can't really put my opinion on this too hard. But I think it, again, it just underlines the fact that MTK wants to make business. Um, and I think it was a deal that was good for everyone involved. Yeah. Probably the same with Ramadani. Mm-hmm. Of course, they were pushing it so to make it happen. Because, again, it's 
good for everyone involved. It's good for the player, good for both clubs. Why don't we just drop a hundred thousand euros and just make a deal? Yes. Yeah, sort yeah. of negotiation is what I'm picturing. Absolutely. So let's talk about Miofsky himself. Um, obviously, he joined MTK in the summer of 2020, having moved to MTK from Renova in North Macedonia. Um, he's made 60 appearances for MTK in total, 19 goals, 10 assists in that time. Last season, obviously, we touched on this when we spoke about Ramadani. Difficult season for MTK. It ended up being relegated. Um, Miofsky played 30 times for MTK, scored eight, uh, three assists. Just what sort of player can Aberdeen fans expect to see out of Bojan Miofsky? Okay, so I think I, I perhaps didn't talk about this the other day, but um, so the Hungarian league, as I mentioned, is not as big of a market. And so it has to look for cheaper markets with good talent. And we've seen a lot of North Macedonians coming to Hungary because of that exact reason. Uh, the circumstances are better in Hungary. The pitches are better. The, co- uh, the whole infrastructure is more modern, up to date. Uh, and so the, the teams here, or the clubs here are looking for talented players abroad who see Hungary as a stepping stone to make it forward. Uh, and obviously Miofsky came through a scouting process like that. Uh, But the point I'm trying to make with this whole area is that usually the players coming to Hungary this way, seeing this as their chance to making it. Uh, I could mention one player, Ennis Bardi. I don't know if you know him because you would have to follow the Spanish league. So he was sold to uh, Levante a couple of years ago uh, and uh, a team called Wipest FC got him when he was really, really young from like the Swedish fourth division or something like that. Uh, he has exceptional work rate and really good, um, really, really good ball control. He's really good at free kicks and such. So he was smashing it in, in Spain, especially the first really? few years. Uh, but that was because he saw Hungary as the chance to making it. And so we're coming back to Boyan Miofsky, who who moved to Hungary when he was just 20 years old, having never played before in a foreign league or a foreign club. Uh, and he didn't look too bad, honestly. He, he joined at a time where COVID made it very difficult to, to maintain the, uh, the high intensity of the league. Um, but once things returned to relatively normal, he was very, very... Uh, composed. Uh, I think um, one of his. So what? What I really enjoy in a striker is that he doesn't look for the fancy stuff as well, um, just like Ramadani. So if he has a chance, he's just gonna make the shot. He's not going to try to dribble past everyone, you know, and 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 dink the keeper necessarily. Uh, he will. He's he's hungry for goals. Uh, he is a natural poacher, I would say, but he can play as an advanced forward. He's quick. Um, he makes a lot of good movements with and without the balls. Uh, ball, I think. Um, I'm sure you've you've seen a couple of goals compilations, so there's a, a couple of good shots in that. Um, so really, a, a nice 
a nice little package is what I'm seeing in him. And the fact that he was so consistent with his performances just shows how mature he is at the age of just, well, from, from today, 23 yeah. years old, <laughs> years old. But like, yeah, I, I think what I enjoy in, in his game is that he's, he's looking to score rather, to, rather than showing off his skills. Mm. Yeah, I mean, on the YouTube compilations, I mean, you, you always have to take YouTube compilations of goals and assists and everything with um, a pinch of salt, as we would say here, because you can make any player look good with just a set of very carefully selected video clips. You could make me look half decent um, if you did that. But there's a couple of goals in there in particular that really stand out. Uh, there's there's one compilation in particular where he the first goal is just a little lift, a little dink chip over a goalkeeper coming out. I think it's an overhead kick. It looks like in kind of maybe a cup game or something. Um, it all looks very, very promising. I mean, even just to have players who have that technical capability in their locker is huge. Whether you can do it in every game or not, obviously, remains to be seen. He looks like a fairly, like, he's not a, he looks fairly physically imposing as well. It doesn't look like he's too small, which is obviously going to be a benefit in the Scottish League as well, where you, You'll tend to find a lot of centre defenders here who look at a technically gifted player as easy target to just kick around the pitch all afternoon. Mm. Um, so he looks like he's kind of fairly robust from that perspective as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he he's up for the duel. Um, I'm always trying to... <laughs> I don't want to hype anyone up too much. <laughs> no, if, give it hype. Then, he's going to be the best player in the world. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it will... But I mean, yes, re- really quickly if it doesn't work out for him. But it, here, at least, he was he was really strong in uh, in both aerial and ground jewels. I don't think his his heading is like his best part of the game, but that doesn't mean that he won't raise like a salmon if it if it meant to be. <laughs> Excellent. Now, listen, I think I think a lot of Aberdeen fans are very encouraged by this signing. It's a bit of a leap into the unknown again for us. It's similar to Ramadani, where a lot of us, we've got no real visibility with this guy at all, um, which is why it's always really useful, um, Aaron, to be able to talk to guys like yourself who've at least um, witnessed these guys playing and understand what they look like. So listen, um, Aaron, we can wrap things up here. Really appreciate your time again, talking to us this morning from Budapest. Um, and hey, you never know, with the way things are at the moment, we might be talking again. Maybe not this summer window, but... Um, <laughs> Just- we just need to browse through the MTK squad and pick someone else. Absolutely. <laughs> <at> this point. <laughs> Excellent. Great stuff. Aaron, pleasure to have you on the ABZ Football Podcast again. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. So there we have it. Who knows? Perhaps another one or two minis to follow in due course. It's been a busy week for the ABZ FP, a busy week for everybody down at Patology and Cormac Park. Let's watch this space. Please remember to like, subscribe, follow, or whatever on your podcast player of choice. We'll see you again next time. Stand free.